Good evening. We're ready to get started. Today we're going to be learning Maseches Megillah, Daf Kaf Ches, and as well Daf Kaf Tes and We'll be ending at the Mishnah four lines from the bottom. A lot of ground to cover, but a lot of Agadata, mostly Agadata, and um, some very, very famous Gemaras as well. We're in the very bottom line of Chavzayin Amid Beis. We're going to start straight away in the midst of a collection of Gemaras, finding out why, why it was that some of the Amoraim and Tanaim had very long lives. Says the Gemara, How is it that you merited to have a long life for a Preda? So, Nobody ever beats me to the base Medrash, says Michael. And I never made a bracha before a coin as I was leading the benching. We know that some of the parts of the animal have to be given as gifts, and he never ate an animal before. Those gifts were given. To your point, David, if it's usher to eat the food with, so my mechatesi that you kept the seat in shulchan. Good, the rishonim have to deal with that. We don't pass him like him, as we'll see momentarily. Very good. Um, and uh, says the Gemara. It's like eating tevel, which of course is usher, but it's only ki'ilu. It's only a dindarabanan. And so he was a chumra. I mean, whatever he took something in his own hands, but it wasn't. So, okay, that was a higher level. What does it mean? That's Is that to imply that a coin, that the Avi God leaves of the world, they always get to get the... Uh, the Rabbi Sain of Arich, Lav Davka, Amar of Yochanan, Kol Talmud Chacham Shemavarech Lefanov. Any Talmud Chacham who makes a bracha before a coin, Afilu Coin Gadol, even if it's a coin Gadol, but he's an Am Ha'ares, Oso Talmud Chacham Chayv Misa. If I give, as let's say I'm a Talmud Chacham, and I give a Kohen who's an Am Ha'ares the right to <laughs> relax over there, and I and I, and I gave. Bless <laughs> you. What happened? You Did you leave benching? You told me to leave benching on the coin. I said you should because you're a rabbi. <laughs> you, you couldn't do it. And I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I said next one. I just want to let you know that I've never learned this gemara before. No. So this is one of the first times I believe I've ever seen it. So, and I think, and I think as the gemara is the gemara will conclude, we are on very similar levels. So that's the gemara's answer is that there's not much yeah, of a so difference. Right. Stand up for you. Yeah. Not, nobody else does. Says the Gemara that Afilu Kohen Gadol Am Ha'aretz also Tamil Chacham Chayv Misa. Why would the Tamil Chacham be Chayv Misa if he lets the Kohen Gadol Am Ha'aretz lead the benching? Shneemar Kol Misanai Ehavu Moves Al Tukri Misanai Ela Masniyai. The people who I make hate me. What does that mean? Rashi, three lines down on the top from the top of the page, Masni'ai, Shagarmim Livnei Adam. This guy who is not a Kohen, he's a Tamil Chacham, but he makes other Jews hate him. Listen also, Sheharoa Tamil Chacham, Shafel, Livnei Am Ha'aretz. If a Tamil Chacham were to show himself as to be lower than the Kohen Gadol Am Ha'aretz, so then Omer E Nachas Rachba Torah, then the Torah is not Kishmak. Okay, he's a Kohen. He's a Kohen by birth. He's not a Kohen by, he didn't earn it. This is the way he is. But he's not Ma'aretz. So Tamil Chacham versus Kohen Gadol Ma'aretz, Tamil Chacham wins. That's absolutely the case. So says the Gemara, how can it be that he said, I never let a, I never benched in front of a Kohen? So the Gemara responds, as I've already shared, let's say that uh, the person benching who's a Yisrael and he is as learned as he is, and the Kohen Gadol is similarly as learned as the Yisrael. In those cases, when the Kohen and the, with the Yisrael are similarly learned, then it should be the case that the Yisrael should uh, should tip his hat and that the Kohen should lead the benching. That's the that's appropriate. But correct, it's absolutely true that if the person who's a Yisrael is, who is uh, is a Tamil Chacham is much more knowledgeable or refined than the Kohen Gadol who's an Amaretz, then of course that's not right. Tamil Chacham should lead the benching. <clears throat> 
Next person. Why was your life long? I did not get honor uh, with the disgrace of a friend. I did not uh, enter into my bed the curses of my friends. We're going to describe all this. And I was also a vatron with all of my money. I was very um, free with it. I was able to vatron. So let's go through each of them. First, this is like the story of Ravuna. What was going on? Dari Mara Akatve. Ravuna was carrying a, a shovel on his shoulder. Asar of Khana Barkhaniloi, the Kadari Mine, and Ravhana Barkhaniloi sees the, the Rosha Yeshiva carrying a shovel. He's like, No way, I'm taking that shovel off his shoulder. It's not Mahu, but I'm taking it from him right now. Omar Le Ravuna says, If it's normal for you to carry this in your city, then Dari. Then no problem. You're welcome to take this from me. I appreciate it. However, lo, if in your city you don't carry a shovel, then then for you to treat me with a higher honor by you taking the shovel and lowering yourself, no way, I'm not having that. That's what it means. He says, I'm not willing to lower, to have you lower yourself on my behalf, unacceptable. What does that mean? When he would enter into his bed at night, Omar, Shari I forgive, uh, just uh, no problem at all. Magin Mashuach, nothing, nothing can hurt me. I forgive all of you who caused me any pain. This is something that we've actually woven into the Ribono Shalolam that we say in Kriyashma Al Hamito. What does that mean? It means you should always tip the waiter. Says the Gemara, just about halfway down, he was a vatram with his money. He would always give a little bit of extra when he was buying something as a tip. No problem. Next. Rabbi Akiva, the great Rabbi Akiva, asks Rabbi Nechunya, what gave you a long life? And then the Gemara says, Asa Gavze, Rashi says these are like his attendants, the they started smacking him upside the head, punching him and pushing him and getting out of here. So Salik Yossi by Rasha the Dikla, he had good feet. Rabbi Kiva climbed the tree and sat at the top. And he calls down to show them that he wasn't trying to do anything rude. He was trying to figure out what, what the godless was of Rabbi Nechunya Gadol. Says the Gemara, Amrle Rebbe, he says to Rabbi Nechunya, He asked one question, that's it. Why this? Rishonim, Mephorishim, fine. But he asked us one question, and then Rabbi Nechun Yagadol understood that Rabbi Akiva was the Shem Shamayim. And Omar Luhu this person is a Talmud Chacham, Shavkuhu, you can leave him alone, don't beat him. And then Rabbi Nechun Yagadol answers his two questions, the second one first. Omar Lehi Echad, in regards to why the Pasuk says the word Echad, that's because Minyuchad Shebe'ejo, it should be the most special of the Eder, the most special of that of that flock of animals, that's the one you should choose. And as for your first question, Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Nechunya Hagadol responded, He says, these are my three traits. He says, I never accepted gifts. I never was makbed on what happened to me. And I was a, a vatron with my money. When the Benesia would send gifts to him, he would always turn them down. He wouldn't accept them. Two lines before the wide lines. When they'd invite him for a meal, he was makbed not to accept any gifts. He says to everybody, Don't you all want me to live? The Pasuk writes in Mishnah, 
Arav Dessar is a whole famous word on this. Sometimes you have to accept a present to enable other people to give. Sometimes. You have to have that mindset is that sometimes people want to give more than it is that you want to receive. So that's how sometimes it has to be. And that that taking, as it were, is really giving because you're it's cyclical. So you have to make sure that your mindset is right. But to take a gift stam is not allowed. Reb Zeira agreed with this strict line that if he was uh, sent a gift, but when he was invited to go to a meal, he did accept that upon himself. Why? Omar, they feel honor when I show up. I'm the raw of the shul. They feel they feel an honor when I grow when I when I when I show up. So uh, this happens all the time. A rub is asked to speak somewhere. He walks in. Everybody stands up. The the balasimcha is thrilled that the rub showed up. Perfect. That's exactly right. And that's correct. That the balabais the balasimcha feels great when the rub shows up. So then he would say yes to such a thing. Next, what was the next honor that Reb Nechunya Hagadol said about himself? I was not mocked on myself. Anyone who can overlook that which happened to him, if something happens to you, and really technically you're right, that I should meet out something that they deserve, but if you if you hold back from doing that, all of your sins will be wiped away. How do we understand this? For whom does a Kaddish Baruch Hu carry the sins? For whoever's going to overlook the bad that happens to him, then a Kaddish Baruch Hu says, just like you overlook the bad things that happen to you, says a Kaddish Baruch Hu, I too will overlook the bad things that you've done toward me. The Gemara does here omit his third one, which was he was a vatran in money, probably because we learned about it earlier. Two lines into the very wide lines. Saul Rebbe is Rebbe Yoshua ben Korcha. Rebbe Udanasi, he asks the previous generation, and he says, How is it that you live such a long life? You're so disgusted with my life. What are you? You want me to die? No, Rebbe. I don't want you to die, but you're my Rebbe, and I want to learn Torah from you. Tell me, what, what led you to having a long life? <clears throat> I never looked at the face of a person who was evil. You're not allowed to look at a person's face who is evil. As the Pasuk indicates, Rashi points out that this is a story that is talking about Yehoram, where that person is a Rasha, and Elisha is looking at him, and he shouldn't have looked at him. Fine. So therefore, we see you cannot look at a Rasha. What's the punishment for doing so? Rabbi Eliezer, Amar Einav Kehos. His eyes will become weakened. <coughs> so says the Gemara, why is it that his, that his vision went? He looked at Esav and all of a sudden his vision went. Says the Gemara, you must not have learned Masechus Megillah because we already learned this. That's not the reason why he lost his vision. We learned how many blad ago? It was on Daftesvab. So let's call it uh, 11 blad ago. What did we learn 11 blad ago? Halfway through the wide lines. Don't ever let it be that a person's casual bracha should be taken lightly. Sharavi Melech, who was not a Yid, Kila Lissara, he cursed Sarah for not having mentioned that she was married. Viniskayim Bizarra. And the, the consequence of Avimelech, who absolutely was a hedyot, if not worse, was fulfilled in her child. What does it mean? It's like your eyes are covered. So says the Gemara, how can you say that it's because he looked at Esau? Hooray, it was a curse from Avimelech. Says the Gemara, it was two things in the pot. And that's why they had, why, that's why he lost his vision. Rava Amar, we have another source that indicates as to why it is that one would lose their vision. It's not good for a person to look at the face of a Russian. Now, 
When Rabbi Yeshua ben Korcha was about to die, Bishas Tirasa, Amar Le, Rabbi Barcheni says, please give me a bracha. Rabbi asks, his, asks Rabbi Yeshua ben Korcha, please give me a bracha. Amar Le, Yiraton Shetagia, Lechati Yomai. So Rebbe's like, I don't, should I say amen? Like, that's uncomfortable. He says, you don't want me to be, uh, you don't want me to be uh, alive for as long as you were. That's not nice. He didn't say that, but that's what he was thinking. Do you want your children to become, uh, to become herders of behemoths? What does this mean? So the Mephorshim explained that if you, um, uh, Rashi here talks this out. We can just read it here. Rashi, halfway down. You want your children to become these people? It's not good for you to live as long of a life as I did. You got to pass on the baton at some point. So therefore, and this is very hard to swallow because we are big fans of the 120, but therefore you should live less of a long life so that your children can take over the mantle for what you were doing. I've been like begging my kids to take over my Mila business when I'm done. Yeah. Not one of them will touch it. No, and I can't convince any of them. Oh, for four. Well, my son, AB, is still three. I have some time. I, he's a baby. But the older three are... Uh, they might change their mind. Depends, it depends how the business plays out. I got to see how... Uh, Lots of mitzvot, that's for uh, Hashem. So says the Gemara, that's why he said his life should be uh, relatively short. Avuha bar ihi umin yamin bar ihi, these two brothers, they were both the children of ihi. I should be rewarded. Tesili means it should be brought to me, but it means that they should be, he should receive a reward. Because I didn't look at a goy. So what does a goy mean in this case? Does it mean, uh, does it mean someone who is, mom, is just not Jewish? Or does it mean someone who's an Oved Kochavin? So some of them, unfortunately, explain the latter. And some say it's better because I didn't have any, any business uh, dealings with the guy. Next person. Eight lines from the bottom. How did you live such a long life? I never got angry in my house. That's amazing. I never stepped in front of someone who was greater. I never learned Torah in, in places that didn't warrant learning Torah halachically. I never walked without learning Torah or without tefillin. I never ever fell asleep in the base menders, not for a long time, not for a short time. I was not happy with my with my friends' uh, failures. I never called my friends a negative name. With his regular name. So we were just talking about this earlier about what the real halacha is uh, in this regard. Certainly, you can't call someone a mean name. That's that should be understood. But even a nickname, so that the seemingly the greats of the Gemara, we've seen it three or four times in this Masechta already, did not call people by nicknames at all. That's what the Gemara seems to say is a higher level. But Ladina, David, what do you say in Shulchan Aruch? Just, just Shemra. Shemra. But any, any nickname that's otherwise normal, like you were giving the example of someone in Shir who has one name but is referred to as another. So there should be nothing wrong with that. Ladina, but the higher level is, uh, is that way to not do it. Next Mishnah, four lines from the bottom. That has been destroyed. Then you're not allowed to give a hesped there. You're not allowed to make ropes there. You cannot create nets there. You can't even use the roof to, to lay out fruits to dry out. You cannot use it as a shortcut. As the Pasuk writes, 
the destructions of my holy ones. What does this pasuk seem to say? Oh, so if the base if the, if the base Knesset or base Medrash is destroyed in some way, shape, and form, let's call it uninhabitable. Why not? Is there a breaking point? If it burns down, does it still have kedusha? Good question. But this Gemara, this Mishnah seems to imply that as long as it uh, is destroyed, but still seemingly in existence, then it has kedusha. If grass starts to grow there, you should not tear it down because that will cause for agmas nefesh by seeing grass growing there. It will make you daven for whatever things that needed to be repaired in order for the basic nesses to be repaired. Rashi speaks this out 10 lines from the bottom. Let's start with the Gemara. Connected. This is speaking about a shul in general, not a, not a korban, a regular shul. One is not allowed to be overly lightheaded. You cannot eat in them. You cannot drink in them. Top of Rashi, what's You can't uh, make yourself look all pretty. Whatever that means. I don't know. Does it mean brush your hair? Or does it mean shave? I don't know. It doesn't uh, Rashi doesn't say Rashi actually adds three more words. Yet if you look in the Brisa on the top of the of the Gemara, so clearly Rashi did not have this girsa of our Brisa. The words on the top line, Rashi definitely did not have those words in Brisa because he wrote them here in his Rashi. Next, you can't use a shul as a sanctuary from temperature. If it's very hot out, you can't enter because of the heat, or very cold out, you can't enter because of the cold. You're not allowed to give a hesped of a regular person, as we'll soon see. There's a contrast point. You can learn there, but shown in Bahen. You can you can uh, learn Mishnai there. Sorry, Koran is uh, Tanakh. You can be shown and you can learn Mishnai. You can have a hesped, but only hesped shall rabbit. Rashi. Rashi highlights Hespit shall ride from top line onto the second line shall Tom and Chacham Shemesh. It's written in Sa'asif Laspido, This is a great gathering place, but it should only be for the greats. It shouldn't be for everybody else. Amr Rabbi Huda, the Brisa continues, Amosai, when is all of this Brisa speaking about so far? Be Yeshuvan. That's when the Brisa, when the Besaknesis is still built. Aval Bukhurban, and if it's destroyed, Manichan Osan, Vaolan Benasavim, Vaolan Benasavim, Nefesh. But if it's destroyed, then you leave it alone. And you let the grass grow, and you can't cut it because of agmas nefesh. So the Gemara is like, I mean, I hear the reisha, right? You hear all of these halachic issues with the shul, and then you jump to grass. What? What? what there's nothing else to speak about except for grass growing. Talk about all the things you're allowed and not allowed to do in a beisak nefesh. That's necharav. So says the Gemara. Seven mandikar shmai. Who was talking about grass growing? Where, where do you? Where are you coming from? Really, this brisa that we read that we started learning at the beginning of the Gemara needs to be restructured. Here's what it should have said: It should have said that means that we sweep. Remember, their their uh, floors were made of dirt. They, they sweep them to get all the seeds out, all the all the garbage out. Remember, harbats is where they take water and sprinkle it, so to make sure all the dust would stay where it's supposed to stay and not kick up, so that there would be no uh, no grass growing there. Amr Yehuda, When is it that we do the sweeping and that we do the watering of the ground? That's be yishuvan about bechurban and menichan osanlalos. We don't care if grass grows in the churban. That's fine. Why? Because we because of agmas nefesh. That if grass starts to grow in a churban, then we don't stop. So this brisa makes more sense. Next part of the brisa, Amar Abasi, fifteen lines down. 
When we talk about the Bateknesios of Bavel, all transactions with them had a Tnai built in. What is this talking about? Eight lines down in Rashi, seven lines down in Rashi, you would have in mind to use them as you would wish to use them. That would solve a lot of the problems. The Aval Pekin says the Gemara ain't no again Ben Kalisroj. But even if you have Kavana and you want to repurpose it to some degree, okay, you can't make a Bizayan out of it. It has to be like a mensch, not a lot of be make a Bizayan. Fine. Says the Gemara, Umainihu, what's considered a Kalisroj? Unbelievable. Cheshbonos. Doing a math equation. No, we're not discussing Pythagorean theorem as it relates to the Lulav. Right no, no, not as it relates. Gematria, no, Gematria is a, Gematria is a, that's real Torah, that's real Torah, and uh, just to be clear, what we were doing was Torah back in the day, Masech Sukkah, I don't want anyone to think this was a sacrilegious experience, it wasn't, but the sanctuary is sacrosanct, and we should try not to do things that are, that are, uh, that are even casual, so let's say you're sitting there, you're stressed out about your bills, you take out a pen, and you want to just jot down your budget for the week, or for the month, for the year, inappropriate, you need to walk out of the base matters, it's not even deep work. You got to get up and walk out. That's not right. It's quoted in it's quoted in halacha, as you can see here on the side. It's quoted in Tor Shulchan Aruch or Achaim Kufnan Aleph Sifala. Next, <clears throat> quarter of the way down. <clears throat> if in fact somebody did do some math in the base in the base Medrash, in the base Knesses, Malin and Boas Ames. There's going to be a death in the shul, and the the mace will have to sleep overnight in the shul. Malin and Salka Daitach, he has to stay over. Lo Sagi de Lafachi, it's not okay if he doesn't sleep over. <laughs> what, what, he, like, what is it like, a, like? If you do a math equation, somebody move a mason? What is that time? No, of course not. Says the Gemara, it will end up being mitzvah. It's going to be an unfortunate result of the fact that, that we didn't treat the base measures properly. And therefore, we're going to end up with a case scenario where there's a mace mitzvah. Then says the Gemara, we had said at the very top of the Gemara that uh, you're not allowed to beautify yourself, but that's only true for the regular people. Because when it comes to people who are the regulars, the statues in the Beis HaMedrash, the ones who don't move, they're always learning. So then mutarim by them, they're allowed to be miskashe. They can, uh, let's say, brush their hair. I don't know exactly what it means, but um, does the article say what it means to be miskashe? What does that mean? Miskashe to, does he say what it is? Some type of making, beautifying yourself. Okay, Adorn. let me know. What? Adorn. Yeah, what does that mean? Right? Art scrolls do that, you know, they like use words like uh, perforce is a great example. Perforce is a great example of a word that I see in, uh, in art scrolls. I don't know what, what to do with that. I'd rather read the Hebrew and not understand it than the English and not understand it. I don't want English to be my second language. So it says the Gemara, the two dots, that by Chachamim, it's okay to be, to, to be miskashi. That's, this is where we are. It's our home away from home. If your home away from home is the Besa Medrash, as it could be and should be. So then fine, Baruch Hashem. Then you're allowed to be miskashed in the base of Medrash. Halfway down, it's not right to use the uh, the base HaKnesses as a sanctuary from rain. This, this means a sanctuary mamish, not the hallway, right? We have to be clear about the halachic parameters. We're not talking about the hallway. They were standing outside. They were talking and learning. Also, Zilcha Dimitra, there was a huge, uh, a huge downpour of rain. I and because it was raining, they went inside of Shul. Says the Gemara, we didn't violate anything here. This is not the prohibition of the Mishnah Maseches Megillah. Amrei, Haida Elina the Bekinishna, Kinishta, 
the fact that we went into the Beis Haknes as La Mishum Mitra, it wasn't because of the rain, but in order to understand the sugya, alborium, to understand the sugya properly, your brain needs to be able to hear. You got the pitter-patter of rain, you got people screaming about the rain, where's my umbrella, get me inside, the kids are getting all wet. It has to be Kiyoma de Istana. What's the Istana? So take a look at a strange Marimakam. This is the Mesora Sashas Os Katan Beis. The Mesora Sashas Os Katan Beis explains what this is. Kshemana Shebes Rachtsvonis. When there's a gentle northern wind, Shenikres Istana, Yom Orahi. We know that that's a day that's a day of light. The Nocha Lakol. It's a pleasant day. Oh, so that's what he's saying is that. We need the date to, to be Kiyoma de Istana. When we're learning, we can learn outside as long as it's Yoma de Istana, as long as it's clear. But once I'm distracted by the weather, then it's mutter to go even directly into a Beisach Nessus. Three lines before the white lines. Ravacha Brei de Rava. Excuse me. Amr le Ravacha Brei de Rava, the Ravashi. Yitzrech le le inish, the nikre gaber mi beknish tamay. All right, so I got to go on the Beisach Nessus. Um, and how am I supposed to do that halachically? What's the right way to go in to call somebody out? If the person who has to go in and get the other person, if the guy going in is a rav, he's a tamad chacham of some kind, when he walks in, he should learn some Torah. If he knows Mishnais, he should learn Mishnais. If he knows Tanakh, then Lema Psukha should say Psukim. If he's not of the above, then Lema Lady Anuka, he should say to a child, Tell me what Pasuk you're learning, and that way he can learn Torah through the child. You should wait a little bit, and then you should stand up. That's like the custom that we see, is people will, will walk in the room, they'll sit down, and they'll get up and they walk out. That prevents all of these things. You know what's interesting that the Gemara doesn't recommend? Opening the door, calling the person's name, and having them come out. ABCs, right? That's not allowed. That should have been the most obvious of all of the options, and the Gemara never entertained it. Why not? Okay, what if right here? I'm saying it could be short. You're, yeah, it could be. Is it disrespectful? Is it worse than walking in? I don't know why the Gemara doesn't suggest it. I have no idea. Okay, says the Gemara two thirds of the way down, three lines into the wide lines. Umaspidin bohen hespet shal rabim. We said that you are allowed to do a hespet. For Tamil Chacham, Echidami Espeda de Rabim. What is considered a, a hesped that will be for the Rabim? Says the Gemara, Machir of Chizak, Egonespeda de Kaibe Rav Sheshes. He pointed to Rav Sheshes. He's like, when he, when he dies, there's going to be a lot of people at the funeral. Says the Gemara, Machir of Sheshes, Egonespeda de Kaibe Rav Chizak. They pointed at each other. This is Givaldic. Like, uh, when he dies, no, when he dies, it's going to be bigger. These were these were the greats. You know, we, we hear these stories about. When Rav Zaman died, or when all the greats died, there were so many people in the streets, throngs of people standing on rooftops and standing on balconies, unbelievable numbers of people. We've seen the pictures. What's that? For Rav Zaman Arbach, I was there. In that. that was 93. Yeah. No, it was 91? 94, 95. I thought it was 93. Okay. How many people were there? I can count on my I hope your right hand has not enough fingers to tell how many people were at his funeral. I'm sure it was like... It was a great sight. Oh, yeah. You probably had to make that bracha and seeing so many Jews. What is that bracha on 600,000? Oh, no. No. What's the bracha? Chacham harazim? I always... Halavai. Shem should bless us, yeah. Yeah. She had a great shalom. Normally, we try to have a minion of people at a risk, whatever. Anyways, the Shiloh came up this week, not even about that. 
somebody just texted me on Moel. We were trained by the same person. And he said, what is the halachic issue with a woman doing the Kriya Sashem? I said nothing, but you should not do it. Right. So I was stuck twice over the years with very uncomfortable scenarios where like, I just couldn't bring myself to stop the moving train. And then a woman read, and then one time really Matanki was there and he came over to me afterwards. He's like, I wouldn't do that if I were you. I'm like, you're absolutely right. But the train was moving and I uh, either didn't have the courage or didn't know what the right thing to do was. And I just didn't change it. But this one was a little more complicated because this family was like Dafka, like Dafka open Orthodox, like Dafka. It was very, so then I'm like, no, no, no. Then I would have put my foot down. <laughs> like, but in these other cases, they were more murky. But like when someone is, is manipulating halacha, like that's, it's like when someone shakes your hand, but they know that it's us or two. No, no, I'm not there. You cannot loop me into that. But if you don't know the din and you accept, okay, you're not my arts, fine, I'll shake your hand. You know, that's when you rely on the coolest, if you rely on the coolest. Okay. Anyway, says the Gemara, we're four or five lines into the wide lines. Rough from Aspadala Kalse, Nebuch, his daughter in law died, the Bacon Nishta. He did it in a show. I, she's not a great rough. She's not a great Rebbitson. Omar Mishum Yikra Didi Udemesa, because of those who will give respect to me and to the mace. And in the confluence of all these numbers, it's going to be Chashabas, Kuleam, everyone's going to be there. And as well, Rav Zera Safti, Lumira Bonam, Bacon Rav Zera. Also did a husband and the similar svara. Amar imishum yikra didi imishum yikra didi demisa. The word didi probably shouldn't be there uh, because uh, to match the language. Asu kolem everyone will show up. Reish lakish safti alutzur b'mera banu deshchech beretz yisrael. There was a rebel who used to frequent Eretz Yisrael and he died while he was there. And Reish lakish gave the husband gave the husband to have a tani hilchasa bechav dalit shorta. He would teach halacha in 24 rows. What does that mean? So Rashi says, uh, halfway down, 24 rows shall Talmidim. He had a lot of students. Says the Gemara, Omar, what was the uh, the hesped? The crux of the hesped was, Vai chasra ar Yisrael gabri rabba. The land of Israel has lost a great. There was someone who knew all of halacha very well. Halacha sifra sifri tosefta. The brilliant Talmud Chacham he died. Also, you got to give a Rab Nachman. You're the God of Hador. Can you give a hesped for this yid? He's like, what do you want me to say? That's Omar Hechi Naspade. Hide Sana Demali Sifra de Chaser. He's a basket full of books who's empty. What's going on here? Rashi. Rashi is a little bit more than halfway down. Rashi says, What am I going to do? He's a basket filled with books. He's even teaching, but wow. You could be self-taught all you want, but if you want Rav Nachman to give you a hesped, you need a Rebbe. Rav Olba had a Rebbe until he was 80. 80. How many of his Rebbeim could possibly be alive when he when he was 80? He wasn't a young man. He lived, he lived up certainly most of his life at that point. He had a Rav until he was 80. So Rav Nachman, whew, that's Harif that's already. We don't mess around. And the Gemara picks up on this. Come see the difference. In Eretz Yisrael, Reish Lakish gives a beautiful word, a beautiful and over here of Nachman won't even say boo about the person. Very sharp. Next. 10 lines, 12 lines from the bottom. Tanan, the Mishnah writes, Tanan Hasam in Pirkei Avos, those who mess with the crown will be, will be uh, 
killed or will be switched out, will be flipped out. What does this mean? Tony, different sheetas. Reish Lakish says, this is to use a person, you use a person who is uh, knowledgeable in halacha, and they are the kiss for shelter. If you use that person, you're going to get a consequence. You can use a person who knows four of the Sidarim, the Arba, Sidre Mishnah, four of them. But not someone who's taught the four Sidarim. That's not right. Lakish was traveling. And he got to a very large puddle, a little pond, a little river crossing, whatever it was. But somebody was watching him, maybe the Gabai, maybe someone was just watching him uh, from the side. And he says, no, 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 Rebbe, get on my shoulders. So he puts Reish Lakish on his shoulders and he's carrying him across the water. So this guy's, you know, waist deep in the water, ensuring that Reish Lakish doesn't get wet. Because Reish Lakish says to him, Karis, do you know how to read Tanakh? Karina, I know how to read Tanakh. Tanis, have you learned Mishnais? Tanina, Arbo Sidre Mishnah. I've learned a little. I've been to Yeshiva for a couple of years. I know how to read four out of the six Siddharm of Mishnah. Omar Arba Ture, you hewn out for yourself four rows of students, four, it's not really students, it's four rows of, of the Siddharm. You know, four of the Siddharm of Shas. And you got me on your shoulders. Shadi Bar Bemaya, drop me in the water. You should not be picking me up. Why? Because in the Mishnah and Pirkei Avos, you can't use someone who knows the Torah. Says the Gemara, Amar but I want to become your Talmud. I want to learn something from you. He says, fine, that, you're right. That's a great halachic solution. This wasn't some false humility of throw me in the water. He didn't want to get punished from the Mishnah Pirkei Avos. So what was going to happen? He's like, fine, fine, I'll become your Talmud. How did he become a Talmud? He taught him some Torah. You have to learn something. You have to learn something from me. Excuse me. Learn something from me. And what did he teach him? Two halachos. Why? See the Mephorshin. We know that in regards to El Chosnida, that women became quite strict upon themselves, that even when they see a tipas dam kechardal, they even see a small uh, drop of blood. They are Yoshvos, Alav, Shivas, Nakim, Shiva, Nakim. That a woman will wait Shevanakim, even though we don't know if it's Damnida, which doesn't require Shevanakim or Damzava or Makbid Gum. We don't mess around. If a woman is near the time when she's supposed to reach her menstrual cycle and she sees blood, that is it. There are some wild kulas out there under very specified circumstances. I've spoken with Roy Robinson and Roy first about couples who called with these. Very, very difficult shilas about the, UT, the, the uh, IUDs, which causes for a lot of spotting, and it's very hard to get to the mikvah, and can you go to the mikvah? But the, so one of the shilas that somebody called me, I'm like, ah, don't I hang up the phone, 539-4241, don't even bother asking me, I have no idea. On the night that a woman was supposed to go to the mikvah, she saw a drop of blood in the shower as she prepared for the mikvah. I said, I don't know. Have a good night. Skana, where I first was makele under the circumstances, you need to ask a shayla, and we can go through the, de- the details another time. But women are very mock, but on these things, that was one of the halachos that Rish Lakish taught to this Jew upon whose shoulders he was sitting. And the second was, famous, if you want to learn halachos, then olam lo. You learn halachos regularly, then the world will be yours, the next world will be all yours.
Turn to Rabbanon. Top of Chavta. Top of Chavta. Let's go. One should stop learning Torah for the sake of taking care of the dead and for going to a, uh, a chuppah to help a kala get to her chuppah. When would he do this? That he would stop learning when there weren't enough people at the event. If there were enough, enough people at the event, then you're not allowed to be not just that he wouldn't, but that he couldn't. These are halachic issues. They're not social issues. Talmud Torah is Talmud Torah. You cannot be Mavata whenever you want. We have rules. We have guidelines. The Kama called Turko. How many people is considered to be enough that you should not be Mavata? Amar of Shmuel Bar Inyam Rab. Don't worry. Tresar Alfei Gavre. 12,000 people. And as well, Vishisa Alfei Shipure. And 6,000 blowing shofar. Wow. Okay, so basically, for every funeral that all of us have pretty much ever been to, with the exception of Rav Shlomo Zalman, um, you should be Mavatul Torah. But what would happen? It's different halachos with the Gadol Hador. If it's your Rabbi Mufak, the halachos change. But Stam, he would not be Mavatul Torah if, if there were more than that. But Amri La, some say it wasn't 18,000 total. It was really Tresar Alfei Gavre, Uminaihu Shisa Alfei Shipuri. Of the 12,006 were shofar blowers, fine. It's the number of people. Take a look at Rashi, the top line of Rashi, second Rashi on the page. It was a chain of people from the gates of the city all the way to the Beisak first. That's how many people that there had to be any less than that, and he'd be Mavatal Torah any more than he would not. It has to be that as it was given, it was taken. <clears throat> just like the Nesina was Bishishim Ribo, the Nesina Shel Torah was given Bishishim Ribo, that when that it has to be that there are 600,000 people, that's how the Torah was given under 600,000 people. So if you're going to be in the Vatal Torah, you have to match that number. So unless there's 600,000 people, you're not going to be uh, getting out of the base measures. It says the Gemara, This is true for someone who reads Tanakh and who learns. However, But for someone who teaches, there is no shear. That person, all the Gedolim should be Mavatel for them. That's why it's the case. Is that even if it's a small group of people, it's still that he would he would be Mavatel Talmud Torah for that if it was that the person who, who died was a person who was one of the teachers. 15 lines down. Wherever the Jews were, the Shechina went with them. How much love is that of a parent? The love of a parent. That even when the child is wayward, that the Shechina, the parent is always still there, capital P in this case. What does the Pasuk say? The Pasuk says, How do we know that, that in, uh, in uh, Bavel that the Shekhinah was with them? Because the Pasuk says, and Afkin exceedingly gal in the future when please God will be redeemed very soon. Shchina imahem shenemar b'shav Hashem alokecha shvutzcha v'heishiv lo nemar elav b'shav malamish akadosh baruch hu shavim imahem ibein agalios that the kadosh baruch hu will return with us from the galus. Oh, so therefore we know that akadosh baruch hu is with us. Bebavel hecha. Where does the shchina rest in Bavel? What a very specific question. Amar Abaye, I'll tell you what. Could you imagine that your shul is the one on the list of the website that says shchina will be present here for the coming. Uh, for the coming couple of hundred years, two shoals. 
It was, says the Gemara, Bebe Kanishta, the Hutzal, Bebe Kanishta, the Shafi Yasiv, the Naharda. Shafi Yasiv was the name of the Shul. We've had this name a couple of times in Shas. Um, and that's where the Shechina was. The Shechina wasn't in both places, but rather, it was depending on what was going on. Sometimes it was here, sometimes it was there. I should get rewarded. Even when I was a distance of a parsa, I would go up and I would daven there. Such a grace that he would daven in a minion. Yeah, to daven in a minion is beautiful. But to say that it's mi'ikar hadin required is very difficult to say. If you look through Shulchan Aruch, I, Chazal's crystal clear that if you want your tefillahs to be accepted when you don't have kavana, you should be with a minion. And most of us, all of us, struggle with having kavana, that's for sure. So you're always better off davening there, but a rigid requirement to daven in a minion, these two people, the father of Shmuel and Levi, they were both first century Amorim, very early on. Levi was one of the authors of the Tosefta. They were sitting in the base of Knesset of Shafi Yassi. Oh, the Shechina showed up. No problem. Shamu called Riksha. They heard a loud sound. So most people got up and ran up. Rav Sheshes, Rashi points out, who was a Sagi Nohar, he was blind. How about Yasif? He didn't move. They didn't move anywhere. I didn't go anywhere. So the Malachi Ashers came and they tried to frighten him out. You got someone like me who's blind, and you got someone like the angels who are perfect. Who are you going to kick out? I mean, seriously, that's a little bit of kavod, you know, a little bit of respect. So Amar Lu, Akadosh Baruch Hu, said to, to the Malachim, Shavku, leave him alone. Again, well, what this Gemara means, I have no idea. I, have, I don't even know. It's hard to even read the words. Okay, what does the Pasuk mean? The Pasuk says, um, the Pasuk reads, how does the Pasuk read? It's Dalit. Here it is. Va'ehi lahem lemikdash me'at. That I will be for you a mikdash me'at. What does that mean? Says the Gemara, These are the places of worship in Babel. This is a hint to Rab's uh, shul, that was, Rab's house that was in, in Babel. What does the Pasuk mean? Hashem own. Uh, I knew that you were uh, on my own. You were a, a place for us to be. These are shoals and these are batimedros. I used to learn in my house. And then I'd go daven separately in a base like Nessus. Once I heard uh, from David that that Hashem that he loves a place of worship. I'd also learn in the place where I daven. Next, six lines down into the wide lines. Tanya bar Tanya Rebbe Lazar. I mean, whether or not it should be, I don't know, but that's not what the Gemara is saying for sure. The Gemara is saying that what he used to do was daven at home, was learn at home, and daven in Shom. And once he heard this pasuk, then he switched to doing both in shul. This is not even referencing a base measures. I don't know the answer to your question. Right. It's not what the Gemara is dealing with. I don't know. Tanya, Rebbe Lazar Hakafar, Omer, I see the Balkanesias, Wadi Rosh Babel, Sheikh Bober, it's rather all going to be imported to Eretz Yisrael Shneemar, Kitibor Beharimuchi Carmel Bayam Yavo. There was something miraculous that happened that these two mountains moved into Eretz Yisrael. That when these two mountains moved into Eretz Yisrael, 
for the times of Har Sinai to hear that the Torah was being given, therefore permanently Nikban Beretz Yisrael, they were permanently established there. But all the more so places that aren't there for an episodic moment, but there they're constantly learning. Kanakin, they're learning all the time. There's shows, there's yonim, there's learning. All the more so. Three, four, so the way down. Five, six lines into the wide lines. Darsh Bakapar, my dear, see what does the Pasuk mean when it says, Lamatir Tzedun, Harim Givnonim. What does this mean? We're not even going to explain the words because the Gemara is going to explain the words. Yatsu Sabaskov Amra Lahem, Lama Tirtu Din, that's Tir Tzedun, Tir Din Im Sinai. Why are you guys all having a battle with with, with Har Sinai? That was the right mountain. You're the wrong mountain. How do we know? As it relates to Sinai, all of you are Bali Mumin, you're all blemished. How do we know that you're all blemished? Because of Xer Gavnunim. We have that word in this Pasuk. And then Ksivhasam, Ogibenodak. Ah, that's those are Psulim. Gibain is a Psul. Amravashi. Shmamina. Hai Mandu Yahir That a person who is a Balgaiva, he is a Balmum. He is ineligible for certain things because he's a Balmu. Next, two dots, 15 lines from the bottom. Main Osinoso, Kapandaria. One cannot use a shoal as a shortcut. My Kapandaria, Amaraba. Oh, please, Kapandaria Kishma. That's what the word means. That's not helpful if you don't know what Kapandaria means. My Kishma says the Gemara, Command Amar, Ademakifna Adari Eil Baha. Instead of going around this place, I'm going to go through it. However, if the road used to run point A to point B in a straight line and you built a shoal right in the middle of that road, so then it's mutter, then you're allowed to use a shoal as a shortcut in the eastern door, out the western door, no problem. That's easy. And as well, I didn't go in there to cut, make a shortcut. You go into Yashirin from one side, you go into Makor from one side, you go out the other door, no problem. That's fine. You didn't go there to use that as a Kapandari. You went there to have a chakras. You went there to do to learn. That's fine. You can use the other door under those circumstances. And as well, and you can go out a different door. It's fine. It's fine. You went Lashem Shaman. You were there to have a chakras. Okay. The, the other door is closer to your car. Perfect. Next, we said, but that doesn't work with all the sources in the Tanaim because we have a brisa. You can't cut it and eat it, but you can cut it and leave it. But our Mishnah said you can't cut it. We're only talking about feeding. That's when you're allowed to cut. That's when you're not allowed to cut, but otherwise you are allowed to cut. Next, Tanarabanan Besakvaros, Ain Bahan, Ain Noagin Bahan Kalus Rosh. Hope that's obvious. No one should be behaving in a in a light in a lighthearted way, lightheaded way in a in a Besakvaros. And as as well, Ain Marn Bahan Behima. How do we highlight what Kalus Rosh is? You cannot allow animals to graze. Bain Molichim Bahan Amasman. You can't allow water to. Uh, an aqueduct to run there. You cannot gather uh, gra- grass there. If you did gather it, you should burn it there. You should burn it there for the covet of mason. The Gemara is bothered by this last phrase. What does it mean? You just lit a fire over a grave because of covet Oh, yeah. What is your if it's on the case, that's covered. That's ridiculous. That's not covered. My covet of Says Gemara, you're, you're right. The covenant mason part was El Aresha on the earlier parts of not allowing animals to graze, not putting in an aqueduct. We'll stop right here. And Yerzah Shem, I will pick up Tuesday night with a blot and a half learning Chav Testament Bays 
and Lamed, there will be no shear tomorrow. We will be having Amir Tashem Asiyum on Thursday, Maseches Megillah. If you have yet to tell me that you are interested in joining the Siyum, please let me know now. I'll write you down. You can text me from Zoom. You can talk to me here in the room. Uh, it does not cost any money. Special thanks to Rob Cohen for sponsoring. Wishing you all a beautiful night.